science and technology. ASMR edition of the Tech Garage. We're going to be whispering and uh, making some clicking sounds and maybe scratching, scratching the microphone a little bit. It'll be super annoying, but you'll be really, really relaxed at the end of this. I'm sure I can't do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to your average episode of the Tech Garage. I'm Zach. And I'm Matt. Uh, I think today one of the things we will probably discuss is our absolute shock and awe that ASMR is a thing. We, which we discovered earlier this week. and uh, Independently discovered, I might yeah. add. Well, I think you discovered it this week. I'd, I'd previously discovered... I'd heard of the phenomenon uh, six months ago or something. Yeah. And I thought, I well, know. that's weird and disturbing, you, you, but you're whatever. You're cool and hipster and you knew about it before Super it was a hip, thing. Yeah. Such a dick. I um, think I knew about it once it was already a thing. So uh, Disturbing, weird well, subculture. Well, uh, I, I say we finish the episode off with a little ASMR chat. All right. And uh, up until then, let's uh, run through some of the big and exciting stuff that happened this week. Uh, or in the last I, two I weeks, really. I think we're a little late, so let's cover the last two weeks. But yeah. uh, I think the big one, the big one that we're really going to cover today is iOS 9. Yep. And, and the announcement of the iPhone 6S. Did I get that yep, right? That is correct. All right. Uh, and interestingly enough, normally when we cover Apple conversations, it's my job to do that because, you know, I actually have experience and use Apple products. Yeah. Today, we're going to let Matt do it. Yeah, um, yeah I'm going to talk about my thoughts on uh, on. The new features. Yep. And then we're going to talk uh, Volkswagen and their awesome, uh, shall we say, um, fudging of some results. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk a little bit Xcode Ghost and then we'll kind of finish it off with a discussion of ASMR. So let's dive right in. Matt, yeah. uh, as a, like, you've been using Windows Phone now for what, four years? Yeah, since Windows Phone 7 came out, yeah, roughly so 2005 uh, years, really. You were like one of the three people on the planet that's actually using Windows Phone on a daily basis. Well, there's if you look at Microsoft, there's more people than that. You're one of the three people and on I'm the planet. And I'm at Microsoft, so, you know, that... that oh, uh, so you're making an argument that you don't actually count? Yeah, basically. Okay, that's yeah. fine. But uh, one of the very small minority of Windows Phone users, yeah. we're going to let you review iOS 9. Tell us all of the things about it that you think are... Um, interesting, amazing, or meh. I got like three things on my list, by the way. And the the, the first ones, the first ones, um, I think they added a really good feature into uh, iOS nine to bring it up on par with um, you know the Windows Phone and Android operating systems. I can't believe you just used Windows Phone as if something was kind yeah. of up to par. So the um, uh, I've only used iOS or oh iOS a little bit. I helped my mother in law set up her phone. And uh, about uh, 30 seconds into the setup process, I went, I cannot believe what a shitty UI experience I'm getting here. How is it as I'm entering in her password, I can't tell whether or not the shift key is enabled or not. And the characters are always caps. They're, they're like, it's always ca I pressed shift key and nothing happened. And right. I assume so that I'm typing a capitalized K. Well, maybe it's lowercase. I can't tell because 
because if, if the keyboard to... always shows me capitalized letters. So I don't know if you know so, how to type, but so you know, just... oh, hold on oh, here. Yeah. Go ahead. When you type, if you look at where the letters are showing up, the letters will actually show up uppercase or lowercase. Right, unless it's a password. No, still with the password. Which it only shows up for a moment. It shows you the current pa- It shows you the letter that you've typed until yeah. you type the next one. Yeah. So if you just watch what's showing up on your screen as opposed to what you're pressing. Right, right, do, when right. You're, when you're touching the keyboard, do you look down or, at your fingers or, while you type? Or you could do what they do on uh, the other operating system, every other on-screen keyboard, which shows you what you know, you're going to type. Mm-hmm. Um, when you before you actually press it. So, so, so what you're nice. suggesting so, is so that I'm that saying that it's really nice that Apple got around to including this feature into their phone, so that now you can uh, you can go in and uh, and, and set and in, this. And in case Matt's rambling hasn't actually clued you into what he's talking about, he's talking about the modifications they made to the keyboard in iOS nine. Yep. Such that when you have the shift key pressed, the keyboard actually shows uppercase keys on all the keys. And if the shift key is not pressed, it shows lowercase keys on the keyboard. Which is just sort of one of those obvious things that you is weird that hasn't existed until now. Um, so it's good that they're including that. I, I think that's uh, I think that's great. You checking your watch? Have I been talking about this for too long? Well, yeah, yeah. Or did you get a text message? Boring. I got a text message. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the uh, the other feat. So the, now let's talk about the, the the next two features. I think are specific to uh, the iPhone success. The uh, the big one that everybody's talking about is the 3D Touch, which yeah. which is a when which is a pressure sensitive touch. So it, they've taken so the you same can, force te- touch technology that they use in the watch and yeah. extended it to the surface of the phone. Yep. So you can now have a light touch, a harder touch, or a long hard touch, or a long soft touch. That's I, right. I I like the uh, I like that you're including um, your ringtone into our podcast. That's awesome. Zach just got a phone call. I'm not actually sure whether or not the Zach's phone call is going to make it into the podcast or not. Uh, but he got a call and he took it, so I assume it's a work call. I don't know what's going on with him. Um, so I'm just going to keep talking. I'll, I'll talk more about the uh, the features while he's gone. He can find out about them when he gets back. Uh, so the 3D Touch, my pro- I wish Zach was here to comment on this, but my problem with the 3D Touch uh, feature, I, I, actually, I think it's cool. I think it's a super innovative feature. The, the demonstrations that they showed of it, though, were um, specifically to like email. And so you could... Um, get a peek at what's in the email. If you t- if you touch the screen just a little bit, you get a you get a peek at what's uh, in the email. You get sort of a preview. If you press harder, you get the full email and you can see it. I, I think for me, when I'm using my email apps, uh, as soon as I touch it, I want I want the email to come in. I just want like boom, give me the email, give it to me now. I don't want to. I feel like I'm almost going to have to do a long touch to get the email to pop up. Um, you know, let's it's say maybe that's for real. Maybe it's not. Maybe I'm just complaining about it. I don't know. Um, the other feature, the third feature that's coming in is uh, that Zach and I were talking a little bit about before. You don't get to talk about the uh, the 3D touch. I'm, I'm off of it already. No. Zach's back. Wait, wait really? Yeah. That, that quickly. <laughs> Done. Moving on. What, were you pro, we're moving on were to, you pro or against the 3D touch? I, I, you're gonna have to listen to the podcast. I, I refuse. You're gonna I, have like, to I'm gonna edit, I, You know what? Fuck you. I'm just gonna edit step two right out of the podcast. <laughs> edit it out. If I don't get to hear about it, you don't get to talk about you, it. We, so. You already know my feelings on it. We've ah, talked about it already. You're assuming I listen. I'm pretty sure you did. So, mm. 
The next one is uh, Living Pictures. Is it Living Pictures or or I think dude, I think this is your review and you're already yeah. cutting me out of it. I'm um, just gonna go over here and have a smoke or something. So Living Pictures is when you take a picture uh, with, and this is again, this isn't just iOS nine. This is I think specific to uh, iPhone success. You wait, wait, wait. What kind of bullshit iOS nine review are you doing? Where you're talking about features that are only available on i like on the iPhone six S or six S plus? Well, they're, they're, shouldn't they're you actually also... be doing a review on the six S or the six S plus no, as opposed is, to iOS nine? It's covering everything. I'm hitting ah. it all. I mean, I talked about the key, I talked about here. the keyboard. Well, that's like the one feature that's yeah. uniform well, across. Well, all we get on the news app or the uh, the new notes and and some other things that really don't feel like iOS You're updates to me scoping. as much that's as they're all just I'm saying. app updates. Shitty at scoping. Anyway, live pictures uh, is a you when you take a picture, the the phone captures a little bit before you took the picture and a little bit after you took the now, picture. Does it capture pictures? Does it capture video? Does well, it just have like dial tone? Well. So Apple's claiming, I haven't seen it. I don't know. So Apple's claiming that when they do it, they capture both video and sound from a little bit before and after the picture was taken. So you get a ton of things where people go, okay, okay, everybody, say say cheese, say cheese. Basically, I think that's exactly what you're going to get. So That's awesome because I can't tell you how many family moments I really wish were enriched by the pre... Hey, move, move a little to the left. Move closer. No, no. Got, yeah, you're, okay. you're, you're touching down. your face. You're touching your nose. Get... Ah. Yeah. So I'm not exactly sure that that's going to be a uh, super well-used feature feature of the phone. Now, I will say on uh, the Lumia has inc- included a similar feature uh, that they call actually live photos. Um, there is some use to it in that when it takes the picture, it takes like the series of pictures. Right. Um, and there's I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dig on Lumia here in a second. It's basically doing a burst mode shot, which there's basically. been a burst which, mode shot on every major device for yeah, yeah, a yeah. long time now. Uh, yeah, except for it's every photo by default is now burst mode. The iPhones have been doing that for a while with HDR, where it'll take a number of shots and then try and pick the best resolution one for you. Yeah, well, but it does HDR and then you get the sort of blended mode HDR yeah. view. Um the the nice thing about well previously on the Lumia I could actually select which frame I wanted as sort of the best one and I could go in and edit it oh, and, that's and, nice. and pick which one so you can really get the best dick pic available yeah 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 especially with action so what was nice was in um, previous v- versions of of uh, the Lumia software you could. Not only pick that one, you could actually do some really cool editing stuff. So if there was motion in the background, you could either bl- uh, blur the background based on the motion, or you could take out anything that's moving, or only show things that were moving. So they would do some like corollary stuff based on the pictures. Um, they've since removed that functionality from for, the Lumia. From the Lumia, for so I don't know why they actually took some valuable pieces of uh, technology that were useful that you like. Yeah, and yeah. said no, it's, we're not going to do that it's, anymore. Super annoying because I can see that. Hey, I grabbed this. I, I grabbed a really good still in here on this action sequence as this guy was running. You know, as mm-hmm. I'm saying, taking pictures of Seahawks from the. Yep. Um, but I can't actually use that. I can see that it exists somewhere. I can't pull it out. Uh, so that's super frustrating. So hopefully Apple's implementation will be a little bit better than Microsoft's. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. You so were saying are, are there you... other non-iOS nine features that you want to talk about? No, that was it. I said I had three things I wanted to talk about. You were going to talk about how awesome the new news app is. Yeah. So um, um, now, while we're still talking iOS nine, this app did come out synonymously with iOS nine. 
but I will agree with Matt that it feels more like a interesting app update than a intrinsic yeah. piece of the software. But, but Apple is listing it as an iOS 9 update on their site. Yeah. So uh, the news app is basically an RSS reader that doesn't suck. Oh, right, right. Because every RSS reader up till now pretty much sucks. Well, here's pretty the mu- thing. Pretty much. The, the problem that I have with RSS readers is no matter which RSS reader you have, you're kind of locked into a place that stores your RSS feed for you. And whether it's, uh, like, I've used dozens of RSS feeds over, or RSS feed readers over the year. And to a greater or lesser extent, they all suffer from the problem of none of them can actually functionally do um, background updating for me. Okay. None of them yeah. can make sure that every time I open the app, there's something to read. Or I have to go into the settings and go, update every 15 minutes and uh, yeah. make sure to cache images. Because, like... Every one of them you try and load, you go and you click it, and it's like, I'm caching images, so I can't show you fucking text. <laughs> well, piece of shit. Really? Like, come on. Yeah. Just, I, I care about the text. Yeah, the pretty article from, or the pretty image is pretty, but, but it's give me not, the goddamn text. You're really looking for information. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to say that Apple's licked the background updating problem, because I still have had, on occasion, to wait for the news app to update for me, but... I don't have to wait for images to load. The text is always available. And um, for the most part, it's showing me most of the article I'm interested in. Yeah. Uh, there's been a few times where I have had to click through. That's the other thing. Some RSS feed readers, you go to them and it's like, here's the greatest article you've ever said. Here's the first line. And if you want to read it, click here. So to reflect, wait to load when you start the damn app. <laughs> wait for it to load when you click on the article. Wait for it load to get to the actual fucking article. Super goddamn annoying. Yeah, that sounds a little annoying. Uh, the news app, uh, it doesn't have to work that way. It seems just to like be pretty snappy and get me to the content I want quickly so that I can actually f- scroll through my uh, news feeds easier. Nice. Now, you said uh, I think you looked at the new updates in the Notes app? Yeah. Uh, so the Notes app I have really uh, historically not ever used because it was always kind of a siloed application where I have notes on my iPhone, but they're not the same notes on my uh, iPad. They're not the same notes on my desktop. Yeah. Notes now syncs everywhere. So as I'm uh, reading through my news articles, I can actually send it directly to notes, take some little quick notes for things I want to talk about on the podcast. Oh, nice. And everything's just saved. Like, for instance, for today's podcast, you'd notice that I had a bunch of things ready to discuss. Yeah. That's because throughout the last week, as I've been reading things on news, I'm like, send to notes. And boom, it gives me a Ah, link right there. And it's actually integrated in with everything. You can just send it directly there. Yep. Whereas what it sounds like a lot of the functionality would exist in like um, the OneNote, but it's not integrated in with the rest of the operating system. Correct. Like before, I would either send uh, um, things from my RSS feed readers to um, either my email or to the Slack channel or to uh, sometimes I'd save it in bookmarks. And I could never remember quite which one I was doing or where it was going. Yeah. So now I can just send it to notes. I've got a note called uh, Tech Garage, and everything I want to talk about in the podcast is in there. Yeah, yeah. Super easy and super nice. So what about... Uh, I saw there was an update on the Maps app to include transit times now. I don't um, take the bus. You don't... Oh, but like... Doesn't oh, right, because that's why I wouldn't pick you up today. Correct. <laughs> I see. I don't believe in buses. Uh, what I will say is the updates to Siri that they did... Um, are actually kind of nice. Yeah. Um, also a little on the disturbing side. So um, Cortana on the Windows phone, yeah. on her little notification page, yeah. she does a pretty good job of telling you on about the normal time that you're getting ready to go to whatever place you're going to, be it home or work, yep. telling you how long the traffic is going to be to get you from point A to point B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Siri now does that, and it's weird. When I'm getting into my car, like, I step into my car, I sit in the chair, I haven't even turned the car on yet, and she's like, it's going to take you 20 minutes to get to Covington. For those of you playing at home, I go to Covington about once a week. She knew when I was getting in the car on Sunday morning how long I was going to, that I was going to Covington and how long it was going to take to get me there. That's kind of creepy, but cool. Yeah, in the mornings when I jump in the car to go to work, she's like, it's going to take you 45 minutes to get to Redmond. I'm not exactly sure how she knows I'm sitting in a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but she does. Huh. I wonder if it's like I de- see, noticing your Bluetooth on the in the car. The car hasn't even been turned on yet. That's weird. I thought it was Bluetooth at first, yeah. too. And I'm like, because, you know, my car Bluetooth links up. So she's like, oh, you're getting into the car. The Bluetooth's on. You want to go somewhere. Yeah. Uh, it's the weekend. You're probably going not to work. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it's but, actually been pretty awesome huh. because it's just my watch buzzes and tells me where I'm going and how long it's going to take. Yeah, that is. That is pretty cool. In fact, if I get confused, I just look at my watch now and go, well, I guess I'm fucking going to Covington. <laughs> you know where to go Gary told me where I'm going to be, so I guess that's right. And how long is it going to take to get there? Yeah, so uh, no, the, the new Siri integrations have been cool. I'm really digging the new Notes app. The uh, News app is good. Uh, the new iOS 9 is taking up substantially less space on my... Um, I've got a first-generation iPad mini, which doesn't have a lot of space on it to start yeah, with, yeah. so the new OS... Being smaller is actually super handy. Let me ask you something about the uh, 6S uh, that that may be a little controversial. Sure. Uh, rose gold. Ugly. I, right? That's not controversial. Okay. That's just like a straight-up douchebag maneuver. <laughs> but if you got the rose gold one, douchebag. It's like the $10,000 <laughs> Apple Watch. That's everybody just seems indicator. to love it, though, right? That seems to be the, ooh, rose gold. Like, um, like, the only reason I can see to get a rose gold one is to show off that you got a success so that everybody knows. I think um, the real thing at play there is... I, I can't even come up with it, but there's... There's some there's something inside of humans that makes them want to brag about something that is absolutely and utterly fucking useless. Right. That's what rose gold is. Okay. So like, it's a it doesn't matter. It's ugly. It's like, it doesn't look good. I kind of thought it was ugly when I first saw it. I was like, ooh, that's ugly. I would never have that. Yeah. But, it feels very feminine color too. Well, I don't I didn't know it's feminine. It just is. <laughs> it's it's just bad. Yeah. But it, it's like one of those elite status symbol things for some reason that makes no sense because it's god-awful ugly and makes you look bad. Yeah, yeah. So everybody out there with a rose gold, gold iPhone 6S, you suck. I've been working on being positive. How am I doing? Um, really good, actually. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's relative, but really good for you. For you, you do yeah, really for, good. For, for mine, mine yeah. and us. Um, let's see. What else about iOS 9 have I been digging? Oh, actually, iOS 9 is working like... On my iPad Mini, which is now a number of years old, uh, iOS 9 is actually working better than iOS 8. Really? My iPad is way more responsive and just kind of snappy. Wow. Now, what about the uh, the multitasking uh, split-screen aspects? Have you played with I, that yet? I, I can't do it on my iPad. Oh. I've got the okay. older one. Okay, okay. I mean, in November when we talk uh, iPad Pro, we can discuss it then because <laughs> right, right. I will be buying one. <laughs> I see, I see. But until then, we have to you know rock the uh, legacy crappy old yeah, iPad it happens. What are you going to do? Yeah. So shall we move on sure. to... What's our, uh, what's our next topic there? You, our uh, next topic is Volkswagen. Oh, those dicks. <laughs> <laughs> now, there's very few times you'll find me being pro-government. Okay. Largely, I think the government's around to, uh, you know, take my money in a manner which is absolutely and utterly unfathomable to me. 
Okay. I just can't figure out how much money they want. Right, That's right. All. You're right. just like, like, they want money and, and fine, yeah. take some, but like, how did you decide that this is how much you get? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's not like they're Shylocks or anything. I mean, they're just damn close. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Volkswagen, in their infinite wisdom, decided what they would do is try and recognize the government works in a particular way. Yeah. And they have particular regulations that you need to comply with. Right. And that there might be ways of knowing when those regulations were being validated. Now, I think... So here's the thing. I think some of those regulations are good. Um, earlier this you summer... Mean, you mean the ones that try and save our environment from like turning into a fiery hellhole? Yeah, yeah. So earlier, yeah, this, behind those. earlier this summer, for those of you that don't live in, in uh, Washington State, there, there was uh, really rampant uh, wildfires on the east side of the mountains. Yeah, up until yeah. like two weeks yeah. ago. The, the, the whole half the state was burning. Yeah. Um, now... It didn't really affect me over here too much, except for like there was a couple day stretch where the winds blew from the east to the west, and it was all gross around here. Like I, I like how there were people whose businesses and homes burned down, and you're bitching about a little scummy skies. No, no, I'm completely aware of the uh, the impact to those people was incredibly significant, and to me, it was my environment was a little gross. Um, and there's a completely different scale, and that's like I completely recognize that. Mm-hmm. Um, what it what it made me recognize though was I didn't like it. I didn't like it being outside when the air right. it was all super smoggy as a result of that. Right? It didn't smell like smoke, but it was hazy out all over, and it, yeah. it seemed gross. Well, I but re- it it reminded me of the pictures I see of Shanghai or uh, or Beijing. I, I or, don't know if it's still this way, but when I was in California as a child. There yeah. was like a layer of scum that sat from like the horizon up for yeah, about yeah. six it, or eight l- degrees. Like it was like that. And, and I think these regulations are in place for the EPA on air quality and, and how yeah. much pollution a car can but to prevent us from living in that grossness. And like I said, there's some things that I think the government does that are mm, okay-ish. Yeah. And yeah. there's other things that I can totally get behind, right? Making sure our environment doesn't suck, we should totally do. I totally, yeah, yeah. So I'm totally behind it. Yeah. Um, but the folks, at, the good folks at Volkswagen decided that that rule didn't apply to them. Yeah. And I guess yeah. since they live in Germany, they didn't care what happens to America or I, anywhere else they ship their I cars. I don't think it was only American government that they were bypassing regulations on. I think, they, I think they're getting nailed by everyone. So in case you're not up with what we're talking about, basically what Volkswagen did is they programmed their cars such that they could recognize when they were having... Um, certain uh, environmental emissions tests done, and it would change the way their car behaves such that it doesn't actually spew horrible chemicals into the environment. And as soon as the EPA test was done, it would go back to spewing as much crap as it wanted. So when you're you're driving your Volkswagen TDI down the road, while it passed all the emissions tests and everything, uh, when you're driving, it was literally like 10 to 40% over the EPA allowable uh, levels, which is... A lot. Yeah. Now, I mean, it's like driving a 1970s car, but still, right. it's... There's part of me that's like, uh, bag of dicks, Volkswagen. What are you guys doing over there? Yeah. yeah. There, there's the other part of me that wonders, uh, there was a meeting one day. Like, we both work in tech. Yeah. Right? We've both sat in a lot of meetings. And there was a meeting where somebody came in and said, so I've been thinking, did you know that our wheels in our particular position... Our car is uh, going at a particular speed with a certain amount of uh, uh, torque being put on the engine. We have sensors that can tell all of these things. They conclusively prove that we're actually going through an emissions test. 
Uh, what do you think we uh, oh. just adjust the computer programming a little bit mm, so that it's more efficient when that those situations are going on? I suspect there was a it was a little more complex than that. Um, I suspect that they had uh, two goals that were in conflict with each other. One, um, they wanted a uh, you know they the, well the the one goal was they had to meet if uh, efficiency re- results because they had to. Uh, the other goal was they wanted their car to perform in a certain manner with like, you know, high perform, you know, available horsepower and speed. Right. Right. They wanted everybody to be able to brag that they're getting like you know whatever thrust ratio. Right. Supposed so to. so hey, I've got my Volkswagen uh, Jetta and uh, I can get from zero to sixty in X relatively slow seconds. Um, but I'm also meeting the EPA regulations, and they couldn't meet those goals because. They couldn't because physics right. and stuff. And I think somebody like, what if we, what if we don't meet those what goals? What if we meet those goals in some situations, but right. not in all situations? Right. So hey, we can pass the test, but then we get to still get the performance. I suspect it was something like that is what yeah, what generated. But this. I'm still wondering about the meeting where everybody's sitting and they're going. Oh, yeah, it's illegal, should, but we should totally do we that. We should totally do that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. And the number of people that cuz it was programmed it's, into the Yeah, it's it's yeah. into the It wasn't like one guy knew, right? Yeah. It was like a, you know, large sector of the company knew. In any software project, there's like probably at least 5 to 7 folks that were involved in that kind of a decision. I'm guessing I'm guessing I, I'm on just, the Volkswagen side there was at least 100. I'm just putting it on the low side, yeah, right? Yeah. That's that means there was a a meeting that was had where they said Fuck it. Yeah, we're gonna go ahead and do what we want. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. A little surprising. Yeah, Yeah. like I thought in today's world we'd move kind of past that, where most corporations, while you know not egalitarian or um, brilliant or anything, are trying their best not to do things that are wildly illegal. Yeah, yeah, you'd be wrong. (laughs) Apparently, that's that's what I just learned. I I apparently believe in uh, corporations more than I thought. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, um, Volkswagen, yeah. don't be dicks. Yeah, don't be dicks. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wasn't going to buy Volkswagen anyway, but whatever. Yeah, well, what are you going to yeah, do? Yeah. All right. A- anyone that has the Googles can yeah. tell it was Volkswagen. Yeah. What do we got next on the docket here? So the I said next, docket. I know. You're like all... <laughs> like you 1940s the speech. So uh, have you heard about Xcode Ghost? I have not. It is an unprecedented infection strategy. Against Apple iOS devices or uh, via um, the Xcode application. Yes. Okay. So, um, so this is a, this is a virus. Well, ish. So what happened is that uh, there was a hacking campaign dubbed Xcode Ghost by a Chinese researcher. And okay. So this is, this feels like a white hat kind of thing. So most folks, when they're looking to put uh, adware, spyware, or some kind of exploit on your machine, right? Yeah. The typical way they'll do that is through either phishing, where you click a link in your email, yep. and it does something nefarious on your box, right? or you download an application, and that application then does something unwarranted or that it shouldn't be doing right. in the background. Something extra besides what it's claimed it was going to do. Correct. Now, what if somebody had found it in entirely new method to distribute some kind of uh, malware onto your box. Um, okay. That That's, would be unexpected, but... Yeah, and, and it would miss, like, as you, as you all know, most applications, places like uh, 
most app stores, whether it's Google Play, uh, Windows Phone, or, and, or, or iOS, yeah. uh, your application runs through a certification process. That certification process looks to make sure that you're not doing anything that you shouldn't be doing. Right. So for... It looks for standard would, signatures. It looks for standard exploits. And it says, none of these things are there. We're going to let you through. Right. I would say this is for things that fall into the modern apps category of, of things that are... You purchase from a store, the, apps, the app store, not something you just downloaded off a website from the internet, such as most people did mostly five years ago. The, the whole store concept is fairly new. Yep. But if you now, if you download something, a lot of the OSs will give you sort of a warning. Hey, you didn't get this from the store. You sure you want to install this? You at least get that warning now. Exactly. So um, what the nice what this uh, security researcher did is he instead of infecting a particular app, he infected Xcode. Okay. Xcode is the integrated development environment that you use to build an iOS application. Yep. Um, or even a Mac app, right? Okay. What he did is he put nefarious code into Xcode that would put adware and uh, kind of malware into whatever application is built by Xcode. So he's infecting the developers. Correct. With the intent of their applications then getting his malware malware out into the rest of the world. And so what he did is he took uh, Xcode and modified it, and then he reseeded it on the internet because he's in China... Right, the downloads yeah. from uh, U.S. to China can be kind of slow. Yeah. So he started hosting a local download point where you could get the newest version of Xcode with his exploits in it. And he was actually doing this as a research thing, not yep. just to be a dick? Uh-huh. Okay. Lots and lots of people downloaded it, built their apps. Malware now embedded in their apps passed all the way through any of the quality gates Apple has. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's kind of sketchy. Super sketchy. Now, uh, interestingly enough, like most security things, there's an easy workaround for this. Um, don't only install down- his shitty Xcode version? Correct. Yeah. Only download stuff from Apple or only download stuff from reputable sources. Yep. Places or, you trust. Or if you have uh, the ability, check the MD5 sums to make sure that the uh, application you're getting is, in fact, unmodified. You're making that funny face because you came from a Windows world where you just implicitly trusted everything that showed up. Mm, no, I'm making that funny face of how many people are going to check their MD5 sums. I know lots of people that do. Yeah? Yeah. Such as? Uh, well, about half a dozen folks that all use Linux. Okay, those folks, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, the people that are a little bit more uh, yeah, yeah, in yeah. the security conscious mindset. But yeah, like this was I was reading through this article, it actually struck me as uh, interesting. Because, uh, the article, just for reference sake, did come from Computer World. Uh, I thought it was interesting because this was the first time I'd actually seen anybody compromise an IDE yeah. in order to distribute uh, malware. It's a great idea. Really. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like, if you well, think yeah. about it. Yeah. It, it's an interesting vector that you don't think of enough. Like, there's tons and tons of ways to get in, and there's always folks looking for the new, better way to exploit software. Yeah. And, you know, hey, he found one. It was pretty solid. That's, that's pretty good. Wow. All right, you ready to talk? Well, before we do that, before we talk about um, ASMR, uh, th- we're 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 reaching the fall TV season, and we, we always talk a little bit oh, about yeah, TV, TV. TVs and stuff. Um, so, what's uh, what what new shows coming out? Are you uh, you going to be wasting your time on? I'm, I'm sure there's something. Well, if I had to, if I was a betting man, I'd say season eleven of Castle, season fourteen of Rizzoli and Isles, CSI. De- 
Dubuque or whatever fucking new show they come out with. Did you CSI. see that the CSI is the original CSI is last episodes coming like no. next week or something? No. And, I can't uh, wait for the last episode of CSI and, New Orleans. And, and, and what's his name is uh, what's his name is coming back? Oh yeah, Gil Grissom. Yeah, yeah, Gil Grissom is coming back for the last episode. Hmm. Yeah, I saw it on a commercial on CBS. Wow. Yeah, I'm not going to watch it. Shows I could but, care uh, less about. Is uh, Lois and Clark still on? Because I would actually rather watch that. Come on, you used to love CSI. Yeah, 15 years ago. <laughs> Wait, you watch CSI New Orleans? Uh, my wife does. And thus you do. Yeah, I, I've actually just stopped watching entirely. I now go do something else in a different room. <laughs> I see. I, like, uh, I there is a CSI New Orleans? Yes, Scott Bakula is the main character. No, wait. I thought that was NCIS. Oh, I'm sorry. NCIS. Yeah. Whatever. Like, they're the yeah. same goddamn show. Uh, basically, yeah. Like, I, I don't really recognize the difference. Let's uh, let's jump off of shitty shows. Okay. Or actually, so, so what shows are you shows. actually looking forward to watching? Like, maybe I should so, phrase my question differently. I just finished watching uh, the first season of Killjoys. Oh, okay. Ah, uh, Killjoys is pretty badass. Yeah. Um, it's set in the future. Well, it's set in a future. Everybody has spaceships and whatnot. There's uh, four moons that are all kind of, uh, you know, uh, the poor people on one moon, the rich people on another, middle rounds. Yeah. yeah. And there's a big company that's in charge of, um, you know, maintaining, uh, you know, the status quo. They are disadvantaging the poor, helping out the rich. Yep. And there's a group of people called Killjoys. And the Killjoys are functionally um, state-sanctioned bounty hunters that uh, have no allegiance to any city, state, or anything. And they just go collect people on their warrants and uh, uh, bring them to whoever has paid them to pick them up. Yeah. Uh, it really hits that that warm, fuzzy spot, spot between kind of somewhere in between Farscape and Serenity. Okay. Or Firefly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, it's definitely kind of got a pseudo frontier, um, big evil overlord corporation, bad government kind of thing. Yeah, and um, folks just trying to get along. Okay, and there's yeah, a bunch yeah. of good storylines in it. Like I've actually really enjoyed it. Uh, so what? Uh, where'd you watch it at? What's it on? Uh, Netflix, Amazon. Amazon. Yeah, Amazon. Okay. Amazon. I think it's a sci-fi show, but I'm not positive. Okay, all right. It's uh, been renewed for a second season, so. First season's out there. It's 10 episodes. Uh, it's awesome. Okay, cool, cool. What else you got? Um, Blind Spot. Ooh, I watched that last night. Yeah, that's Prison Break meets Jason Bourne. Yeah, I kind of... I, I, I like the... I like the style and format of the show. They seem to do a good job on it. Um, yeah, I'm waiting to see how they go with it because yeah, with it's this only, kind of show, you can have uh, probably a reasonable couple seasons of good stories, but you have to really work on being story driven. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious you, where they're going to go with it. And it's only in one, one episode. The one episode was good. It feels like it's, there's some really large, I don't know, MacGuffins going on that if they, uh, screw it up or go off course, it could just go off the rails and become awful really fast. Yeah. But so far it looks really promising. Yeah. So there's one episode that I've seen so far. It was awesome. Loved it. Yeah. Um, there's another show that we just watched. Um, Minority Report. Yeah, yeah. I'm not quite so stoked about that. I don't believe I'm going to watch any more episodes of that. I'm going to give it a couple more episodes, yeah. but just for the sake of the listeners, uh, in case you haven't watched television yourself. Uh, so, They've taken Minority Report, the movie that uh, you know came out a while back. They fast-forwarded a few years, and uh, the precogs, um, Agatha's still living out on the island where they dropped her off, and the two brothers 
are uh, move back in the city. Move back into the city. Yep. One of them seems to be wealthy, and one of them seems to be like uh, Robin Hooding it. Yeah, and it just uh, the acting it, is atrocious. Like yeah. Supernatural has better acting. I, I love Supernatural personally, but I recognize it's campy as fuck. Yeah, this was <laughs> this was. I think that's the problem. Is this was campy as fuck. But it's coming from the super serious... Uh, well, they're trying to be well, serious, yeah, though, that, right? Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, Supernatural, when it first started, I was like, oh my god, this show blows. Because they were trying to be, in my estimation, a horror TV show. Yeah. And it's hard for an episodic serial thing to be that horror-inducing when you have like werewolves and ghosts and shit, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, somewhere in season two, I think they really recognized that their win was poking fun at that genre, having a little fun with their own characters, right. their own storylines. Maybe not taking themselves and, quite so seriously. Yeah, like yeah. being just steps at any point from breaking the third wall. Yeah. Right? At any point in that show, you'd expect to see Sam Bernardino go, <laughs> come on, have we not seen this before? Yeah. Uh, so the other show that I saw that uh, I kind of dig, uh, and again, it's only been one episode, uh, The Heroes Reborn, or Rebooted. I can't remember. I think it's Reborn. Um I watched the original Heroes uh, it, probably a little bit past where it jumped the shark because they, they jumped hard. Yeah, I um, think I watched the first six or eight episodes of Heroes, but I yeah, was not it really was. I mean, the, initially the show was good, and then it, it went south pretty hard. Uh, this feels like a pretty decent reboot. They brought back a lot of the characters. It's sort of maybe five years after the Is original Allie series. Is Allie in there? Nope. She died in the first ser- series. Oh, I don't think I made yeah. it as far as her dying. Um it it feels pretty good though. I, we'll we'll see if it if it if it can keep on track or if it'll follow the original track and and go off the rails fast. But uh, so far so far the first episode I kind of dug. Yeah. Um. There's I think there was another show that. Oh, have you watched Quantico yet? No, I saw an ad for it. it yeah. Decent. So I've seen a couple of commercials for it. It's on my to watch list when I remember to check and see if it's on Amazon. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So. Uh, all right. Last topic. Uh, it, it, I think we were driving home this week, and you 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 said to me, "Have you ever heard of ASMR?" And I was like, "That sounds familiar." What the, what 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 is ASMR? So, uh, and then you explained it to me. I'm like, oh yeah, it's those weirdos. So why don't you go ahead and explain it for our listeners? I'm I'm not sure that I can. So I'm get, but I'm gonna try. Uh, what does well, it, it stands for? Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response, which basically is bullshit words. Saying that when you watch something, you get a happy feeling in your brain. Right. And most of the videos seem to be, and it's from the beginning of the podcast, somebody, usually a pretty girl. With a really shitty microphone. Not always a pretty girl, but usually a pretty girl. Whispering uh, or a low, low, low voice into the microphone. And usually the screen's right up in her face. And then they're doing... Or, or just other random weird sounds. She's combing her hair, or she's she's like uh, painting scratching. with oil uh, paints. Yeah, it, it, and and then it goes on for like what forty minutes or something. Yeah, so I heard about this on uh, another podcast, Cortex, uh, recently, and so I'm like, wait, I, I got to go see what this is. I spent probably an hour and a half last night flipping around to different ASMR videos, and. I don't know what it is that's intriguing about those videos because I don't have patience for it. It's like uh, when people are like, hello, how are you? Like, get to the fucking point. Do something already. So I think 
here's what I think it is. I think there's a and, and we were talking about this. It's it's so slightly fetishist. There's a slight fetish thing going on. Fetishistic. There's nothing. There's nothing overtly for. sexual in it. But I think it's foreplay. I think it's video foreplay. So these are the pre-Pornhub videos. Right, right. I think I think some people watch an ASMR video for you know 40 minutes, and then they jump into Pornhub. It gets them in the mood for watching porn or something. That's the right. only thing. That's my, that's my justification for it, I guess. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that I've spent enough time uh, in the genre <laughs> yet to yeah. really... Uh, have that strong of an assessment? Yeah. yeah. Well, but, there's the there's the whole those ones you you're pulling up as you're driving home uh, yesterday, where it'd be like the girl like, oh, I'm sorry, did I just wake you up? Are you awake? I'm sorry. So there's yeah, some well, weird the, like this thing about that that I was that, that I found shocking is, um, and now for everybody out there that hasn't ever had a live-in um, girlfriend, um, let me just tell you this. Your girlfriend never accidentally goes, oh, I'm sorry. Did I wake you up? She's like, get the fuck up. It's time to be awake. We're going to the store. Come on, you lazy ass. We got to get going. Yeah. You're like, there, there's never that nice, gentle, oh, hey, yeah, let me get you a sandwich. Maybe some hot chocolate. No. It's no, just it's, like, uh, yeah. yeah, that's only on the internet. Hey, did I wake you up? Let me make some clicking sounds with my mouth for you. <laughs> it doesn't, yeah. that, that really doesn't make sense to me. I don't, I'm not understand. I don't understand what's... Uh, uh, enjoyable about that to me I'm kind of like ah, could you knock off the clicking sound it's really annoying yeah I, I will agree with that 100% uh, interestingly enough though while I was uh, researching uh, and there's hundreds thousands of these videos on the internet oh like, yeah they're, you go to YouTube and search for ASMR you'll find like all sorts of it yeah yeah what I will say though is um uh, while I was busy doing uh, ASMR research, I did find something that intrigues me to no end, is phenomenally funny, and everybody out here should go check it out. It's a YouTube channel called How It Should Have Ended. Oh, yeah, you were telling me about this. Yeah, they basically take movies, uh, The Avengers, Star Wars, uh, X-Men First Class, uh, you name it, they probably have a thing on it, and then they do a kind of little animation, what should have happened, like the... Uh, basically pointing out glaring potholes or plot holes in any movie and then going, yeah, here's like the five minute fix that would have solved all of your problems. Like uh, with uh, X-Men. Uh, First class? Which is f- oh, uh, which no, is, the, which uh, is the one with Quicksilver. Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past yeah. has Quicksilver, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you Why know, did they not take Quicksilver with them the whole time? <laughs> that's what right? they said. Like, like is that, cool. He's so awesome. Keep as, him with you. As Quicksilver's standing there outside of the plane, and he's like, hey, why are you going to Paris? What are you going to Paris for? They're like, uh, Professor X is like, oh, yeah, we're going to break a friend out of a highly secure uh, military facility. Kind of like we just did. Yeah. Um, you want to come with us? <laughs> <laughs> that was the remake of it. That yeah. was the remake, and then like uh, you see uh, the uh, you see uh, Mystique trying to shoot uh, um, the guy from Game of Thrones. Yeah, and all of her bullets are missing. She's like, "Why is this not working?" <laughs> and there's quick. They flash back to Quicksilver pushing all of the bullets out of the way. Nice. Yeah, and I was like, "Ah, shit! Why didn't it end that way?" Um, here, here's I, I think I know why. By the way, can you imagine how annoying it would be to hang out with that guy? Uh, like yeah. they were like, yeah, you're not going to Paris with you. You're way too annoying. <laughs> the interesting thing was, is the guy was like the the Quicksilver in the episode was like, yeah, but but I can't go. Magneto sticks his head out. Uh, you can go. My mom said I can't go international. I'm your father. Get in the plane. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> nice. This, this is awesome. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I've watched a lot of those videos now. They're awesome. 
Everybody go check them out. What's it, what's their name again? Um, it is How It Should Have Ended, I believe. Yeah, How It Should Have Ended. Uh, check it out on YouTube. You'll find it easy. It's got like 5 million subscribers. Um, wow, nice. I'm going to have to take a look at those tonight. Yeah, like just glancing here, How The Avengers Should Have Ended, How Lord of the Rings Should Have Ended, How Transformers Revenge of the Fallen Should Have Ended, um, How Avengers Age of Ultron Should Have Ended. That's a two-parter. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> How the Battle of the Five Armies should have ended. How Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles should have ended. How Maze Runner should have ended. How Toy Th- Story 3 should have ended. Jurassic Park, Titanic. Like, oh, nice. They've nice. got a lot of them. Uh, so I think this, this episode, we talked about this before. This episode's going to be titled uh, iOS 9. So, And I hope that you're not disappointed that we only talked about iOS 9 for a little while. But it turns out when we talk about like like something, we put that in the title, we got a whole bunch more listeners. So if you're new... Thanks for listening. Yeah, we appreciate uh, it. If Come you're back. old, and or or if you were hoping for more, you know, iOS nine content, well, I'm sure we'll talk about it again in the future. Um. Anyway, Zach's trying to make the outro music come in. It's not really working. I'm sure. Yeah, he'll I hit it the in. button and it's like there, but yeah. it's like not playing, which is weird. Anyway, thank you all for listening, and uh, we will talk to you soon.